This is Friday, January 26th. Have you had low points in your life? Times when you wonder if you'll ever be back on your feet, or times when you're so low you wondered if the sun would ever shine again. None of us want to be there. A man who has taught me a lot about grace, Brennan Manning, tells the story of the struggles in his life in the last book he wrote. It's entitled, All is Grace. It's his memoirs, really. You see, Manning learned about grace because he knew he needed it. Not just once in his life, but every day. He struggled with alcohol all his life, lapsing in and out of addiction, wasting untold months and years. He left the priesthood to marry, but he ended up blowing up his marriage. One of the saddest moments of his life was when his mother died. He traveled out east to attend her funeral. He was scheduled to say something, but he got so drunk the night before, he slept right through her funeral service. You see, she was the one who had always believed in him and loved him. She defended him and was always in his corner, and yet he missed the chance to honor her and remember her. His brokenness made it clear to him that he needed grace, but so many of us live under the illusion, well, we don't need grace or we don't need Jesus. Manning said this, Losing our illusions is difficult because illusions are the stuff we live by. We believe we're invincible until cancer comes knocking, or we believe we're making a comeback until we tumble down the stairs. God strips away those falsehoods because it is better to live naked in truth than clothed in fantasy. God's name is mercy. Or in the present vernacular of my life, help. And today we turn to this chapter in Jesus' parable of Jesus's parable of the prodigal son. I'll read Luke chapter 15, verse 13 to 16. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set out for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. And we talked yesterday about the descent of the younger son. First, he got far away from home. This was good and bad. Good because his new reputation would not further taint his family, but bad because there was no one to come to his aid. After he blew all his money wastefully, what did he do? The son of a wealthy Jewish landowner is now selling himself out as a day laborer, taking whatever he can find to keep food in his stomach. This was quite a fall, and the people around him must have known it. Perhaps you have experienced this or seen someone who has. For a season, he was on top of the world. Now he has nothing left. The man who hired him did something that some employers do to get rid of people, they give them a job they know they will hate so much, they would rather quit than live with the indignity of doing the work. This young man was set to feeding pigs, and in the process he became a little more than an animal himself. How so? For a Jewish man to do this meant he could never be ceremonially clean. He could never show up at church. He'd be kept out and at a distance. 
But what was worse, the man fell so low that he found him envying even the pigs. After all, they seemed to have all they wanted to eat, and he was still hungry. Their depths and their depths. In AA, they talk about having reached your bottom. You can't fall any farther than that. But the truth is, addicts of many kinds find that one bottom only leads to another. There are basement floors you didn't even know existed, and ways you can find yourself living that you would have never believed. And before you know it, you are there. Those pods the young man wanted to fill his stomach with were food for the pigs. Only the desperately poor would consider filling their stomachs with them. They had little food value. They couldn't fill your stomach anyway. And this is why, as famine came upon the land, the pods were being given to the pigs. It was bitter to the taste and lacked nourishment. We are never told the young man ate the pods. One commenter says that he too was too disgusted to eat them. Sometimes we can fall so low that we disgust even ourselves. And add to this one final note. No one gave him anything. In essence, we are told that his place was so precarious that he was starving and could not survive. Now, as we read this, how can our heart not go out to this young man? When he decides to head home, he must be gaunt like the walking dead. Now, we look here today to see that God loves us more than we love ourselves. This is more than missing the funeral of our mother, but living with what would look like our own death wish. In the midst of this sadness, we need the jarring reminder that our Father is at home scanning the horizon, hoping that this will be the day when we return. As far as we fall, He still loves us. He's always for us, and He longs for us to come home. This is the beauty of the gospel. We may reek of alcohol or carry the stench of the neglect of our own health, but the Father loves us nonetheless. This story is as beautiful as that. Now, tomorrow we begin to look at the way home, and even next week, all that the Father does to raise that Son from death. Yes, this is what this story is and what our story is too. It's a death and resurrection story. Let's pray. God of all grace, help us to remember that as far as we may fall, your love abides with us still. You will never cast us out. We might find ourselves with the pigs, but your plan is life and glory for us. We thank you for that, and we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.